Hey everybody, and welcome to the Darkcast. I'm your host, Jonathan, and this is episode number 211. Uh, This is our second part of our E3 predictions. We are talking about Microsoft and Sony and not really other important things, but there are other conferences. We just don't talk about them because they're not worth talking about it. Uh, Anyway, joining me is Joel Zerlup. I am here, and I am probably all wrong. And Brian Tyler. I'm definitely all wrong. This is the point of time where I make a Huey Lewis in the News joke that you won't get because it didn't happen. (laughs) So, yeah, we hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you are new or returning fan, we are glad you are here to listen to us make up things about E3. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks after this episode to, yeah, be proven wrong about all the things that we've just said. So, thank you for listening. Now on with the show. So I got home, rushed home, tried to download uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst because I thought that looked cool. And uh, I don't know what is going on, but the Xbox download service is terrible. Ooh. Like, it is just so slow. I've got like 5% in like the last hour, but I'm getting like 100 megabits down, so I don't know what's going on. Oh. Wow. Oh, man, that's horrible. But yeah. like, So I must be getting like 100 kilobytes on my Xbox right now. It is real slow. It's not moving. <laughs> it is slow. not moving, and I was real excited, and I just sat there. Hmm. Oh, well. So wait, does that, yeah, that comes out like next week. Yeah, but it's seven. not EA access. Right, right. That's, okay, cool. I feel like that service is perfect for me because I, I like to dabble in EA's games. Not, sure. I don't really like a lot of them, so. Sure, and it's it's actually kind of cool considering they keep adding stuff to the vault, and it's not. Yeah. yeah. In some ways, except for the fact that the amount of stuff that you get is less than, you know, um, like uh, PlayStation or Xbox, the fact that sure. it's constant, like they, they don't take stuff out. They just add stuff. Yep, and it's cheaper. Uh, which is, is cool. It is. It is absolutely. It's like, it's what, 25 bucks? bucks? Yeah. I mean, you could get, like, sometimes I see it on, like, slip deals and stuff where you can get it for, like, 20, 25 bucks, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know what it is. I think it's 30 bucks okay. normally, still, but... Still cheaper. And, I mean, it's just, like... Course. Yeah, and it's, like, what, five bucks for a month, so even if you just yeah. wanted to play several Madden demos or something. or something like that real quick, then that's, like, actually a pretty good deal. It is. Uh, they are running out of games to put on the Xbox One. I think they have one game that's not that is a EA published game that's not on the vault. Oh wow! And that's their USC game. I believe all other games. Oh no, Battlefront is not on the vault as well. Nice. Lester, I believe on the vault now. Um, I saw a thing where um, Mass Effect was added to the the vault for PC. And I got really excited for a second because I thought that that meant it was also available on the Xbox. Right. And even right. though I have, you know, Mass Effect every conceivable place, it's like, well, I should play it on the Xbox One too, right? I should do that. But it's not available there yet. It's only on. Um, is it backwards compatible yet? The first one is. Okay. Um, the second two are not, and they were thought to not ever be. Um, but uh, they recently announced, Microsoft said, or not said, they have started releasing um, multi-disc games as being backwards compatible. That's right. So yeah. I, I think I think they will become backwards compatible before too long. Um, 
So yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Um so yeah, let's let's talk about video game things. Video game things. Can we just start by saying we want to leave the PC off of this? <laughs> I, I don't have anything to I, say about I it. I think we just started yeah, by saying... Themselves. <laughs> if they show me a better show than they did last year this year and make me not want to leave after 15 minutes of it, I will include them next year. That's unfair? Sure. Perfect. Yeah, okay. I... um. Yeah. Oh, man, that was a terrible, terrible show and made worse by the fact that it was three hours long. Well, and this time I don't think they can make it three hours long, or if they do, they just plan on losing most of their audience once Ubisoft they said starts it was there. Shorter, but they're still doing like I like the dude who's hosting it. Day nine is all right, um, and he puts on a good you know he he, he talks a good game on his uh, on his stream. Um, but the the whole kind of night show, like this is how we're gonna do our thing, is really kind of weird. Yeah, and it. It really did not work last time, and they're sticking with that. So, oh, they are. Yeah, they are. I have uh, no idea what this. I, I'm just hoping this is not another complete train wreck. Uh, so that's our hope. That's that's our our hope that it's not a complete train wreck. That's all yeah, we have. That's our only. That's hope. all we have. I, I mean, <laughs> it's hosted by AMD, so I'm sure they'll have some awkward technical demos of video cards that. Um, people are just going to ask, why aren't you guys using the new 1080s? But uh, otherwise, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I don't care. I don't, I, it's just such a weird mismatch of just random stuff that it's hard to make a prediction other than there'll probably be a lot of games. And Right, and, and the fact that there's not, there's not an anchor to it, because, I mean, if yeah. it was like, I don't know, if Valve was putting it on, then that's that's a huge PC publisher. If it was Blizzard or, or somebody that's like super notified, uh, super recognizably PC based, but but we're talking about AMD, who's they're just a hardware company. Like they don't make any games, and I, I, I don't know the the fact that it's it's not somebody that um, has kind of a, a first party lineup and something to to really push and kind of get people to rally behind. It it just feels aimless to begin with. Uh, because I mean, th- thinking of PC games, like that's the biggest market. Like from ported mobile games to crazy complex PC games that you know require all the keys on the keyboard. Like the the gamut is just so huge that how do you even do a show about PC games? It's ridiculous. But. Um... Agreed. Anyway, I, I, we, we've already spent too much time. Yep. On. Right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, those are our predictions. Is that well, our predictions is that it's still gonna suck. Our hope is that it's not as bad, and that's that's where it ends. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, moving on to uh, far more fun things, um, Microsoft and Sony. I, do we even need to talk about Nintendo? They're not actually having a conference. They're not even doing like a a digital direct thing it's it's basically just zelda streaming on the wii u not the new console on the wii u from their uh treehouse gaming thing so there's two things i want to say about nintendo okay what how okay well first off i'm very excited for this super long demo that they're supposed to be doing for zelda this is a game that we haven't seen in a long time um it's a game that 
when we first saw the whole internet uh, 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 video game fans went nuts. And I honestly, I, I think it looks great. But like what they're going to show, I, I just I, it's boggling to me that they're showing it on the Wii U. Like that's mm-hmm. just from a marketing standpoint, from a, a long term vision for Nintendo, it just seems crazy that they're going to be spending so much money just promote one game. Um, on the other hand, how crazy would it be if they still snuck out an NX? like announcement somehow at E3 just trying to throw everyone off like they've literally just said hey we're not going to do it but really they still could do it nothing's stopping them from doing that and I think that would be an insane drop the mic kind of moment for them especially if um, Microsoft and Sony end up going the hardware route um, and are doing mid-cycle upgrades it might be interesting to see Nintendo come out the next day and be like hey by the way don't forget about us and maybe they will show uh, Zelda on whatever the NX is. Um, the other thing too is today it was uh, there's a rumor that I saw on a couple outlets talking about maybe some VR integration for the NX. What the heck is this thing? They need to say, and I would love it if they surprised everyone uh, on Tuesday of E3 week with some sort of announcement. Announcement. That would be amazing. I. It's not going to happen. But... No. It's my far-fetched, like, hey, maybe this is all a ploy to uh, take a little pressure off and have people stop guessing what the NX is and sure. surprise us. Because I, I think, uh, from my perspective, it's already out of control. Like, this thing is a console handheld VR mobile device. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, has good chips in it. I think that was one of the quotes that we got at some point. So, and that plays Zelda. So... I like Lots chips. Chips are good. Yeah, chips are good, yeah. especially those with nacho cheese. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, that was a really random array of things. Basically, Zelda NX VR. I don't know. You know, who knows what Nintendo's doing? But they could <laughs> surprise us. I, I just—it's crazy to think that they'd only have one game the entire E3 week. It is. Yeah, I'll, I'll totally agree to that. But it also is just crazy enough to be Nintendo. Just be like, what? What are you doing? I don't understand. Um, so I I wouldn't put it past them to still only do this, right? Because they're weird. <laughs> yep. Um. So yeah, Nintendo. Brian, any any thoughts? I I have none, except for they're not going to yeah. show us the NX. Joel is living in a wonderful, a wonderful, wonderful pipe dream. I probably, <laughs> but at the same time, you've been right before, and I've been completely wrong. So. I, I don't put anything past them. I would love to see Reggie pull one out of his pocket. Oh, like, what? Of, of like a jacket. Of like pull it just right, kind of right out the thing. Go, oh, yeah. What if it is a jacket? What if you wear it? They already said that, like, didn't I, I want to say there was a report today that said it was going to be compatible with VR? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what Joel was just saying. What, what if yeah. you wear it? What if you wear so, it on your face? What if it's what if, a, what if it's basically just a Samsung Galaxy? What, yeah. You know what if there's so I was I also heard another uh, fairly interesting thing that it was like uh, it's it's not really NX as much as as it is N cross and that there's the other part of it which is like the like the kind of mobile end almost you know like everybody's been whispering that that it's probably going to try to combine the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know what if he what if he pulls the cross out, so to speak. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Right. I did. That, yeah. That'll probably come out along with that um, Tekken Cross 
whatever yeah. game Street that Fighter, was. Yeah, that's gotta be, that's gonna be a launch title. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's gonna be a launch title. Uh, if it's if this the end cross, then absolutely that's that's how that's gonna work. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yes, you're right, Brian. It's a pipe dream, but uh, I just. But it's Joel's pipe dream, damn it! It is. And it, actually, you know what? I, it literally, because of all of this extra, we, we've actually been getting some extra leaks this last couple week or so with uh, NX stuff. Um, and I, I just gotta believe, like, I don't know when Nintendo's gonna have a stage like this again. I know their directs. I, Nintendo fanboys will say their directs bring in people, but um, no, the no. Wii was a hit because it hit a mainstream audience, and the one time the mainstream media pays attention to video games seems to be around E3. Um, yeah. And I feel like not showing off your cool new tech at E3 is a huge missed opportunity. But who knows? Maybe they'll. I don't know do something over the summer or the fall um, also the fact that it's missing the holidays uh, makes my pipe dream probably a little less likely to happen I think if it was coming out this fall uh, this would be the, kind of like their last opportunity before uh, the dog days of summer to show off in NX so I don't oh, it know. absolutely would be yeah so who knows uh, who knows what they're doing I would not Nintendo be... maybe yeah probably not question probably mark probably not <laughs> I'm looking at this wiki, wiki on IGN of all the different rumors that they've shown of the NX, and it literally looks like someone was like on crack putting together video game stuff. Like none of this stuff looks good. Like all of these patent images look terrible. And like the idea of Nintendo doing a VR system would mean that they'd have to have an extremely powerful machine that I just don't think they're going to have. So I mm. just don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Anyways, that's probably enough for Nintendo because, like you guys said, nothing's going to happen. It's going to be Zelda, probably like a thirty-minute demo, and that's probably it for Nintendo for the week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho, anywho, let's talk about the exciting stuff. The the two arguably right. much always most exciting conferences. Yep. Of E3, and that is the two biggest hitters, Microsoft. And Sony, Microsoft always goes first, though they're not the first conference of the whole conference this time, or first press conference of the whole E3 shebang. Um, they will be number three because Bethesda and EA will be going before them, but they'll still be the first one on Monday. Um, and so I say that uh, we start off with them, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and go with my prediction that I don't think. Xbox is going to show off an Xbox 1.5 at E3. Uh, do you think they'll show off the Xbox Slim? Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think they're going to show off it either. I think uh, Microsoft's <clears throat> kind of game plan for this upcoming fall, Christmas time, holiday, wh- whatever, second half of the year, is going to try to be th- to throw a whole bunch of games at us. Because theoretically, we've got like Gears of War and Crackdown potentially that ReCore game is coming out this year. Um, I may be forgetting some other stuff, but there could be a whole lot of Xbox things coming out, like specifically for Xbox coming out this year. And I think they swoop in with an Xbox One Slim console that's, you know, smaller, prettier, and way underpriced compared to especially the, the new PlayStation Neo thing. Um, and I think they try to win a bunch of their missing audience 
uh, just by having a simpler option. Whereas with the PlayStation, you've got you'll have the Neo and the base version this fall theoretically. Uh, that should basically just have like one cheaper option with the uh, with the Xbox with a lot of cool exclusives. I, I think that's, I think I that's, think that's their fair. game plan. Well, they, so they did just uh, permanently drop the price of the Xbox One to two ninety nine, I believe. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it was. It three fifty before. Yes. But I feel like everywhere it was selling for around two ninety nine already. Yes. They're, so um, so they so what oh, oh, a year and a half ago they dropped it to three forty nine right. for the holiday, and then they bumped it back up for like, like a, a week yeah. or a month, yeah, that's right. and everybody was mad. So they dropped it back down again. Um, and then it remained there for a while. Then at this past holiday season, it dropped down to two ninety nine for I think one of the models. I think it was like the five hundred gig Gears of War model was two ninety nine. Um, and then the I think the Quantum Break five hundred gig uh, model was also two ninety nine. Uh, but then those rose back up. And but when they rose back up to uh, three forty nine, I remember seeing a bunch of promotions where it was like. Get it for three forty nine with a fifty dollar gift card. It's like, well, okay, that's basically the same thing. So I think they did that for a little while just to test to see how that went, and then they dropped it back down again to two ninety nine for the five hundred gigabyte model. Um, so I think it's still three forty nine for the um, the terabyte. Uh, but yeah, so I I think that's their, I think that should be their game plan for this fall is to have just a whole bunch of really cool games that you can only play on the Xbox and have a cheaper console. That's that's my I speculation. Think that's, I think that's fair. I, I will go with the counterpoint of saying I do think they will show uh, the next Xbox, but I think it'll be the Xbox One Oculus Edition. Okay. Um, and I, I, I think the... the, the the rumors have been there, but also the partnership between Microsoft and Oculus has been uh, pretty well promoted over the last year. I think you won't get a price, you won't get specs, but you'll get a last-minute tease at the end of the press conference that says, coming in 2017. A- I, I, I could see a very teased thing I, like that. But I, I see, and, I, sure. I, and the only thing I don't, and yes, exactly, so I don't think they're going to spend as much time as PlayStation's going to both on VR and also PlayStation's probably new console, uh, the the 4.5 or Neo or whatever we're going to call it. Uh, but I do think Microsoft, in uh, in a very Microsoft way to to keep face, will make sure that they hedge their bets and say, hey, by the way, you know, actually the the prime name and VR right now, Oculus, um, that's actually coming to Xbox. So wait for that in 2017 but if you haven't joined the xbox ecosystem here's to your point the xbox slim probably with a one terabyte drive um uh for 299 maybe with uh one of the holiday releases or a couple of games packed in um the other rumor that was interesting which i think has always been in microsoft's game plan uh up until the actual xbox one was released was a roku style um, $100, $150 Xbox that actually only uh, that removes all physical media. Uh, whether it streams it or just has a giant hard drive in there, I don't know. But it just seems like Microsoft has the infrastructure to do that, and also I feel like that was part of their original strategy um, going forward. So if they really want to play the price wars, they might even go down even $99 for some sort of trim down Xbox One. So Do you, do you think that's still... that's 
that slimmed down console still so far is like like that slimmed down that far is is something viable. I do actually because I think there's a lot of stuff you can get rid of. Well, so if you're talking about from, are you talking about from a consumer standpoint or from well, a from a consumer standpoint? standpoint and from like an infrastructure standpoint? I mean, I don't want to like shine a light anywhere, but right now somebody's trying to download something and it's not going very fast. <laughs> okay, that is a really good point that I can't <laughs> believe I didn't even think of while I was talking. You're right. So I, I am trying to download. Uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst via EA Access, so I'm not sure if that's an EA thing or a Microsoft thing. I don't, I don't know, but you're right. I spent the last hour at like five percent on Mirror's Edge, so I'm not sure if they just pulled that down or what happened. But I, I don't, you're right. There, there could be some infrastructure problems that that could hinder that. But I do think there's a market for a $150 uh, to $200 Xbox One. Uh, you can, you can remove. By the way, I do think the Connect port on both the Xbox One Slim and maybe even the uh, Xbox One streaming device that I'm talking about will remove Connect. Uh, it could remove um, uh, the extra HDMI dongle for putting your uh, cable into it. Um, Man, of- screw that dongle. I couldn't get my Xbox to work for like five minutes when I first got it because I was plugging it into the wrong HDMI wrong port. Yeah. Oh, I God. could not figure Actually, out why my Xbox would not work. <laughs> It's probably the first time this has happened in two years, but I've, I had my Xbox on because I'm still trying to let the game download, and it's heard me say connect twice, so it, it thought I wanted to watch TV because now it's literally saying your TV signal has lost signal because I don't have... Um, I, I haven't had my cable hooked up to my Xbox One since like a week after the Xbox One came out. Joel, you can't watch cable here. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I do, think, I do think from Microsoft's standpoint... Um, $150 Xbox that can get people into that ecosystem would be huge for them. Um, I don't know if they can phys- if they can actually do that, but uh, people aren't buying physical media like they used to. Um, so I think it would be an interesting play for them. Sure, yeah, I could I could see that. And they need to sell um, consoles, and so, really, if you just want to get people in the door. Yeah. Uh, so, quick question for you though that that super slim model without yeah. like a, a disk drive and, and whatnot. Is is that the new slim model or is that a second slim model? I think that's the second slim. Okay. So I think they come out with an Xbox One Slim, which will just be an Xbox One in a better case because right now the one that they have is giant. It is. Um, yeah. And then I, I, I can so see just an, do away with the the current version of the console, have a smaller yeah, version like they've done out. previously, yep. and then have a second SKU that is smaller without the extra HDMI port, without the Kinect uh, port, without a disk drive. So yeah. on and so forth. Okay. Yeah, and they might not even have a hard drive. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if they have the technology to do that last part. Uh, Sony could. I don't think even Sony's uh, Gaikai kind of PlayStation Now service is good enough to do that. But sure. Um, I, I don't know. You put a terabyte hard drive in there, and um, you're probably good to go for probably. I, I would imagine you can get it for one fifty to two hundred bucks uh, down the price down to that. Um, but I also. To my earlier point, I don't think Connect will there. There will be a Connect port on an Xbox One Slim either. I think that's gone. Okay. I think they're taking that out. I think they will completely discontinue. Yeah, I do think Connect. that's that's a done that's a done deal. I, whatever new console they come out with, whether it be a beefier Scorpio or it uh, or it be something more slimmed down, I don't think that Connect makes it. But if you hearken back to Microsoft's original strategy, I think it was to get down to 
um, more of a streaming service. Oh, certainly. Um, I mean, it was definitely mm-hmm. to, to get out there with the, you know, with the the internet connectivity, uh, with the the streaming, with uh, having you know, kind of losing out that physical media, so that they can, right? They can kind of have their you know their their console stuff going going on there. Um, and with their their new kind of like back and forth with Windows, um, you know, hopefully they they find a way to kind of work that in as far as you know, you buy one here, you get the other one, especially if they're just trying to do like kind of the download space. So there's 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 opportunity for growth there. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's um, they could even start working on doing some streaming technology with some pre-downloaded technology. Uh, there was actually an article on Polygon talking about the new Apple TV and the way that it saves stuff. And it, basically it um, it only saves crucial information and it has everything um, sandboxed and kind of segmented so that there are things that it, it won't delete and then there are things that if, it, if the console needs space uh, that it automatically deletes. And uh, there's like parts of the files that you could start playing a game, and in the background, it's actually start it re-downloads the game so that it's not taking up near as much space. Um, and if they're doing a smaller box that you know is, is truly smaller and potentially doesn't have a, a hard drive in it or has you know a smaller hard drive, even I, that could be something that they're thinking about. I don't know. Um, seems kind of weird and I don't like the d- idea of constantly downloading stuff but um, I wouldn't put it past them either so no and they have they have a good app structure already to make it make the Xbox one a it's already one of my favorite um, actually I preferred over the PlayStation 4 in terms of being a streaming box uh, for other streaming services so I, I would I, I think they could do it they have the infrastructure to do it um, and I also just think they're try they're in the position to do stuff like this that you know what might not pan out but they are so far behind the playstation 4 sales that if they want to bring up market share right well now, now's the time thing. to do crazy stuff yeah yeah and i mean they did have an xbox 360 what was it like the arcade edition that was kind of a bust but they've yeah. kind of gone the cheap route before i just think in today's day and age where like the Apple TV, like you mentioned, Jonathan, that's a great device besides the gaming, which isn't great, um, which hopefully Microsoft could then do better because they obviously know how to do it with the Xbox. Um, right, the and they've already got device. a real controller and, and yeah. stuff like that. That's But, yeah. but I mean, if you could, I, I would spend extra, uh, a little bit more that if I was in the market for another streaming device um, to also do video games. I think that's, that's huge. And, um, kids who want to, if you want to get this, can ask their parents for something that's not as huge of an investment. And I also think it's it's a smart move too when you have PlayStation who's probably going to come out with a five or six hundred dollar console uh, eight hours later to undermine that with a hundred and fifty or two hundred dollar streaming device. I think just from a marketing standpoint is pretty impressive. But I, I think the Slim's a done deal. I think the streaming device is probably a long shot. Sure. What about you, Brian? I think that, yeah, I mean, it's a good point. The, the Slim isn't something that I'd considered before. I thought that we were going to see something more akin to kind of like a head-to-head uh, kind of new console or like half console I, show, showcase. I don't know. For, um, for me, just kind of going into this, I feel like Microsoft doesn't need to go head-to-head. They need to play scrappy 
in a way. I, you know, I, I totally agree with you, and I thought it was going to be another one of those cases where uh, Microsoft comes out and announces something, and, and Sony has nine hours to uh, you know change the beat again and kind of flip that around. And I think that if they do kind of play it loose as far as the you know, like making sure their focus is on the games that are coming out. Um, you know, putting something out there that that is more affordable, that that can get into more people's hands, and just kind of talking about like you know how how they want to continue to grow. I think that's a better that's a better move, and that puts puts the ball back in Sony's court as far as them being the first to announce kind of a half console step to see where they can push their 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 kind of marketing message with. Sure. Right, I think from a game standpoint, I think you were right, Jonathan. I think you, I think they just like last year probably win the win the the holidays again. I, I feel like Sony is going to push. Uh, we'll we'll get to Sony. Uh, I'll, I'll save that. But I, I don't think Sony is going to have a great fall lineup, and I think Microsoft has uh, enough variety in their fall lineup to make it interesting again. Um, uh, just like they did last year, although I don't think every game hit for them. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider was my game of the year last year, and that was an mm-hmm. Xbox One exclusive. Um, I, I for think they like have two months. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Well, I mean, it's still not on PS4, but that, that um, is true. You're right, though. It was only for about two months if you include PC. Uh, but I don't know. I, I I think they have some cool games. I really am interested to see the pirate game that. Uh, what? Oh what yeah, uh, rare. Doing. I totally Rare's forgot. Doing. Yeah. That game looked great. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be great because I don't know what Rare's done besides Connect Sports in a long time. So that'll be interesting. But um, that looked cool. I thought Recore looked good. I have no desire for Gears, but there's a huge audience for that. And I, I mm-hmm. think they have a little bit of everything. And uh, they have great third-party games coming in as well. Um, I think it's going to be great. That's yeah, that, Sea of Thieves. Uh, yeah, totally forgot about that. And they've got that uh, Scalebound game, which uh, is coming from yep, Platinum, I right. think. I, I don't that's think right. that's coming out until next year, maybe. I don't know. I've been wrong about dates here. I want to say no, I, so I, I, I don't, I don't push back to next year. Yeah, okay. I believe you're correct. But, um, yeah, they, they've got some cool stuff that are that's coming out of kind of their internal um, works. Oh, they're uh, they're doing a Halo Wars 2. They announced that. Oh, at some yeah, point, that, so. that's something I'm interested in. That's, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um Yeah, that I don't know. I, I feel like in terms of the exclusives that we already know about, they're already doing better in just in terms of numbers. Um and so this could be a really good option for them to just to just show off just tons of awesome exclusives because it, Honestly, Microsoft, until like what last year, has been struggling in that department of having good first-party exclusives. Because you go back till about you know halfway into the Xbox 360 cycle, and uh, they just kind of stopped doing that. Uh, they they leaned really hard on the really well-known titles like Gears of War and Halo, and, and Call of Duty was almost kind of treated as a, a first-party title in some ways. Right. Uh, with the amount of press that they gave it, and uh, and they just they just kind of stopped concentrating on on first party stuff, and I, I think that's part of the reason of what allowed Sony to kind of come back around, um, you know, in the last part of the last generation, and yeah, right. uh, really pick up a lot of speed is that they realized that they had to give people a reason 
to buy a PlayStation in addition to the Xbox 360 that they probably already had. Right. Um, and I, I think that's what Microsoft needs to do with the Xbox One. Yeah, right it's now. kind of ironic, too, because they kind of came in with that same mentality with the PlayStation 4. A lot of the reason the PS4, besides the, the Microsoft flubs, was it right. seemed like Sony had a great amount of games coming from their first-party studios, that most of which never panned out. Um, and Microsoft looked slow out of the gate, and now we're you know, a couple years in, and it's like, wait, wait a second. Sony has been, like, just trickling stuff out for, like, once, one or two games a year, and some of those have been kind of complete flops. I'm thinking of, like, games like Knack and uh, uh, 1886 The Order. Order. Um, And, I mean, I loved Infamous, but, uh, I mean, it wasn't wasn't stellar, and, I, you know, I just, uh, Uncharted 4 has really been the first big game. Uh, for our, for Sony's first party lineup, I thought even their Killzone game that was a launch title wasn't great. So I, it's kind of interesting that that the promise of these games for Sony has been one of their huge driving factors, other than some of the flubs Microsoft did. And you now have Microsoft who's so far behind, but with a good amount of games and, and a good variety of games, especially for a publisher that's like you said, Jonathan is Gears of War and Halo, and that's basically it. Um, my wild out there prediction I gotta have a sports prediction is uh, Microsoft still does not have a baseball game and I uh, do not predict the resurrection of XSN sports but I do uh, man I so want Amped 4 I I kind of want NFL fever as well but uh, I would not be surprised of an MLB inside the pitch that was a great baseball game franchise that they had for a couple years uh, as part of XSN sports Uh, it is a huge glaring uh uh, omission on the Xbox One, so uh, right because at this point we don't, we only have the baseball game on the PlayStation. Yeah, EA's the not doing one or Two um, K's not doing one at all anymore. Right, so there's only the show out there. Yeah, uh, there uh, is. I, I, if there are some, if people want to be sticklers for the truth, there is a game called RBI Baseball that has made three appearances on the Xbox, and they've all been terrible. So we don't count that one. Uh, it is trying to recreate the classic, uh, I believe it was NES, RBI Baseball, uh, but it has not ever actually that, That's what out. we all want. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's my way out there, not going to happen ever, but uh, maybe a sports game from Microsoft First Party Studios. Sure. Sure. And just just to be clear, like, I really want Amped 4. I would I, pre-order I it the day they announced it if, I wouldn't mind if they the were going to give me an or Amped SSX 4. Again. I liked SSX uh, and I loved AMP, so I'm down for either. Or was AMP the snowboarding as well? Yeah. yeah. AMP. Okay. Even maybe a return to Cool Borders. Sure. Why I don't not? I ever liked those games, but. I, I that, wasn't a big I, fan either. I, I remember always uh, really wanting those at Blockbuster, though. <laughs> I, their their I covers see, always dragged me. Cool in. Borders was the only one of those I ever played. Uh, I was always an SSX yeah. guy. Okay, sure. I was. I was. See, I always saw those covers and was like, "Yeah, that looks like that would be a lot of fun." And they were always gone from the blockbuster. So I, I was the dude who ended up with the cool borders and was like, "Ah, this is middling at best." Yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> if it had a nine eight nine studios logo on it, uh, that was a bad sign. The <laughs> one, was, the one exception I will make to that is uh, Game Day ninety nine. Yep, um, NFL game. That, yes, nope. that NFL game was fantastic with Terrell Davis on the cover. I remember that one. Yes, that was that was 
wonderful. That got me I will into say, football games I will, for a good five or six years. After yeah, that. I will say it, you you know you. I don't know how I got us to talk sports, which is great. Uh, but this outside <laughs> of the NFL 2K franchise, which uh, I think people look a little bit through rose-colored lenses on, but uh, NFL Fever was a great game of football. Uh, I loved NFL Fever. That was uh, the that was the same kind of thing as like NBA Street. And no, 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 no. No, this was just a straight football game for Microsoft for about three years. In fact, yeah, I and it had Peyton Manning on the cover every single time. I think did it? I don't, I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't. Okay, so yeah, I think it was like four years in a row or three years in a row. Uh, I actually still have my copy of uh, I think NFL Fever 2004 was the last one. I believe you're right. Uh, um, I believe former yeah, writer Nick Cummert he still plays his NFL Fever every once in a while. I see a Facebook post and it makes me nostalgic. <laughs> those games. Nice. Yes. But, that's that's pretty good. So I I will uh, change my prediction to any sports game from the former XSN Studios would be or XSN Sports would be great. Bring any of them back. I think they were all pretty good actually. Sure. Sure. Uh, I I wouldn't complain about that. Um, and so need some uh, competition. So uh, let, let's go ahead and, I guess, transition into PlayStation then? Cause, sure. Yeah. So uh, I'm kind of looking at the, the lineup, and we were kind of talking about how Microsoft has some really good stuff coming out for them. Uh, there are a few things for PlayStation. Obviously, they're the console exclusive for No Man's Sky, which may have just been pushed back again. Um, I think it, and was, it was confirmed. It's it was confirmed, yeah. Oh, it was? Like August 9th. Confirmed? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't seen that, so that yes. that got pushed back. So, but that's that is PlayStation exclusive uh, mm-hmm. in terms of consoles. I can't um, think they show that again, though. I kind of hope they don't, just because, like, I, I don't want to get to the point of where I was at uh, with Watch Dogs when that finally right. came out, and it's been what since the, the PlayStation show in December that we've seen it. I think so. Like, I would kind of like to not see it and just Agreed. be surprised by it when it comes out. Uh, so so there's that. Uh, there's Final Fantasy 15. Is that only on PlayStation, or is that on Xbox as well? I, I don't know. I want to say that is everywhere. It's on, it's on your microwave as well? I will double well? check, but I believe, yes, it is on microwaves. Uh, Square will put it out wherever they can get it. The uh, Samsung refrigerator is also a great place to play Final Fantasy. I, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, car Xbox editions, and... This one features a car. Will also be very nice. Uh, nice. Uh, so they've also got Horizon Zero Dawn uh, that, coming out. Yeah, I don't think that game comes out in 2016. That was I, my I don't think so either. Prediction from earlier that I didn't want to spoil, but yeah, I don't think that game comes out this year. Which uh, sucks. Gran Turismo uh, Sport is coming out uh, this fall. Apparently, that's mm-hmm. the the next Gran Turismo. Yeah, it's um, uh, Final Fantasy 15 is, is PlayStation and Xbox. Okay, good deal. Uh, Last Guardian. Um, let's see. There was Were you guys okay, ever hip on, on Last let's, Guardian? Do it. No, Did I, you guys want Last Guardian? Were you guys ever like on that train? I don't remember. I was. I was, not. I've I was never astonished. Played any of the other ones. Yeah, I, 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 that I is a either. that is a hole that is sorely lacking in my. Uh, like I, I, I didn't play Ico. Um, I did not play Shadow of the Colossus. Um, I always thought Last Guardian looked neat, but I was never a big. Oh my God, this has to come out now. Um, and I laugh. I still laugh whenever somebody thinks that that's coming out this year. I can't 
that that is going to be the biggest. Like, I will not believe that has actually come out until it comes out. Sure. They can slap whatever date they want to on it until that thing is actually on a shelf and there's a picture of like Shuhei Yoshida somewhere holding onto it smiling. I it, it it has not happened. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. I um, I was astonished that they showed it off. Was it, I guess it was last year that they yes, showed it, it off. Yep, it was and exactly I, last year. I did not think that that was going to be a thing at all. I thought it was gone and dead. Um. I'd still have a hard time believing it exists, but uh, but we'll see. Uh, anyway, as far as other kind of exclusives that uh, PlayStation has, I mean, they, they've got uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out. They've got uh, Persona 5, which will be a PlayStation exclusive, not a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Is that and because it's coming to Vita or PS3? PS3. Oh, God. Okay. And then they've got uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, which who knows if that'll ever actually come out either. Right. Uh, Persona Five is actually PlayStation Four as well. Yeah, I, I know. So oh, it's, okay. It's just not. I was those... saying. Yeah, he was saying yeah, it wasn't a PlayStation Four exclusive. Yeah, right. well, well, yeah. Originally, it was only PS3, and then it it, it jumped back. Right. They said we're going to do Four as well too. So. The and then really. Uh, from all the games that I've kind of mentioned so far, except for No Man's Sky, which I'll probably play on, on PC anyway, because I won't have a PlayStation by the time it comes out. Um, the only thing that really kind of interests me is Hellblade, which is uh, Ninja Theory's new game, which is about like a, a Viking lady who has some kind of mental disability, and she's fighting fighting her like demons, and it, I don't know, could be cool? Maybe? It could look cool. Uh, uh, she got blue paint on her face, so that that's cool. Yeah, there is one game you forgot, which I think looks absolutely terrible, and that was Dreams. Uh, Media Molecule One. Yes. Uh, was, at very, first, I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. That is yeah. a, yeah. as uh, as niche as niche gets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I don't. I don't think they're going to sell many copies of that game. I from what they showed, it doesn't really even seem like a game. It seems more like a. Seems artistry like tool thing that you it's like, it's like a, it's, I don't it's know. A very much the, drugs? it's like the creation the creation aspect of of uh, uh, Little Big Planet just blown out um, yeah. and, and really focused on that and I think you know it, I don't think it, it's going to blow the world off of sales uh, but the people that get it are probably going to really really enjoy it and be there they are those media molecule fans that are there for life sure. I, I can agree with that. The, those people will probably like it a lot. It's good. So what's your prediction, Jonathan? So my prediction is that it, it's going to be all about the PlayStation 4, play, for 4.5, or Neo, or 4K, or whatever that thing's actually going to be called, and the PSVR. Um, I think it's going to be all VR and new console all the time. I think uh, I think we will actually get a release date for... Um, Horizon, and I agree with you. I don't think it's coming out this year. I think one of the things that they're going to show off is they're going to show off the PlayStation 4 version, and they're going to be like, look at how great this game looks, because it is a great-looking game. And then they're going to stop, and then they're going to show the PlayStation 4K or whatever the new console uh, name is, and it's going to look even better. Uh, Whether it's... I don't know how they're going to make it look better, but they're going to do something to make it look better. 
Um, and I think that's going to be one of their big kind of show points is uh, showing the difference of that game on the new version of the console versus the current version of the console. Uh, and I honestly, I don't think we're actually going to see that much brand new stuff, uh, except for stuff when it comes to uh, like VR. I think we're going to see a lot of stuff with that. But I, I think we're going to see new versions of the same stuff uh, just kind of, you know, hey, this is what it looks like when it's prettier. I, I think we're going to jam, I think they're going to jam that uh, new console and the PSVR stuff down our throats. Uh, while telling us that VR is not something that you can just watch, you have to experience it, then they're going to proceed to show it to us and make us watch it and go, man, I really wish I could try out VR, but I, I broke. <laughs> when it comes to the price of VR anyway. Agreed. Yes. <laughs> so that's that's what I got. All VR, all PS4K, all the time. I hope not. Um, I, I I do think that we'll see the 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 4K, the 4 or 5K, the you know the Neo, the 45K Neo, the 45K Neo, yeah, uh, swinging for the fences. It's all the pixels ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I do think we'll see that, and I think that they'll spend they'll spend enough to, time to try to, to try and convince people that it's going to be worth their time. Um, I I really don't want to see more than like fifteen minutes dedicated to PSVR because seeing people up on stage doing something that you can't convince people will work until they put it on their own faces it. it it seems disingenuous and just like not something that that that's a good a good piece of their time. Yep. You know, sure. some name, show us something that's Whoa. show us something that that you know that, that that's coming out there to get people's appetites wet for it. Um, give us an idea of what we're going to see, but don't do not parade people up there and show us how goofy they are going to be looking when they're moving around in that space. I, yeah, we don't need they, to see that. They, they already have done that once with the the conference or the the PlayStation experience where they're like this is not something we can show you you have to experience it yeah but and that's then there was like, like 30 minutes of yes. showing us it that's their you know like that's like that's their show when they they they're that's the only you know they, they're only wasting their time there this is kind of they, this is a real I, I think it's a little bit of a bigger stage I I, I don't want to see them do that will they do that I mean probably you know they've devoted all kinds of time to TV and stuff before um, and I think this is kind of an extension of that where it's just, you know, when you're when you have one and you're that kind of enthusiast who's been able to experience it um, that kind of stuff gets you really excited um, so it's kind of like, you know, but, but when you don't um, it doesn't it doesn't do anything for you mm-hmm. and, you know I'm, I'm happy for Ben Kachera and his VR addiction, but at the moment that's I, I have not yet experienced that, so. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's what it is. But I, I hope I I, I really want to see uh, I want to see them them bring out Kojima. I don't I don't think he's got a damn thing to show, but I just want to see them kind of bring him out and like strut and be like, yeah, look what we did. That's my that's my prediction for 
for E3. There's going to be some strutting going on. Just just Kojima walking just, out? Just walking, walking out. out. I can just, see that. Just walking out. Just being like, oh, hey, oh, hi, yeah. Oh, I'm here. Didn't know that, did you? Yeah, I'm working on stuff. It's cool. Here's a, a here's an octopus dude. Here's whatever helmet guy that we've got that we're working <laughs> on. Big plans. Big plans. See you guys in like three years. You know, <laughs> peace out. That's it. Sure. Yeah, I, I plan a really good show, as you can tell. That's, that's how that works. Uh, any ideas on the uh, on the, the 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 mic drop moment they're going to try for this year? So I, I do have a mic drop moment. I think they are going to cash in finally that Rockstar Agent game and get no. the some sort of exclusive content for Red Dead Redemption Two and have the first showing of Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. I like it. Okay. You I think we'll, also, we will actually yeah. see, like, Rockstar at this event? Have they no, said anything no, about no, it? No, no, no. Rockstar no, does just not have a Sony part. Yeah, I, maybe like a Red Dead Redemption 2 logo. I don't think Rockstar comes out of their cave to go to a press conference, but you I do win. think... Okay. Um, that that would be their mic drop moment, but I actually my prediction is that this Sony conference is going to be a complete and utter disaster. I think you can't show VR, so that's going to be that is going to be exactly what you yeah. just described, Brian, which is yeah. just uh, ridiculous people waving their arms while everyone else scratches their head and says, "Why does this game look so bad?" Yeah, um, and then, I'm, sure, I'm sure it looks great in the, the you know in in the stuff, but like it VR, a lot of VR still kind of looks like a big blocky mess. Right, exactly. Um, and then uh, I, I don't think the the PlayStation 4K is sitting well with anyone. Um, so I think you're going to have a lot of people just kind of scratching their head and doing a lot of the same kind of questioning that they did with Microsoft is, which is, why aren't you showing me games? Why are you wasting my time I with the console I already own? Find, they need to find a real good way to sell that to people. I don't think there is one. I don't. Th- I don't know if there is one either. It, it, they this is coming from someone one who actually wants one too. Yeah. I, I want one, and I still don't know how you sell That's, it to me. I I don't have a PlayStation Four because of the announcement right. of this thing. And right. So like I'm like obviously I'm gonna get that one, but I'm also kind of peeved that I currently can't play Ratchet and Clank because they announced this damn thing. <laughs> right. I mean, I look. I I am all for pushing hardware forward and pushing technology forward. I just. It's hard when you're in the lead to do crazy stuff like this um, and to try to continue to push things forward. And I, I, I just, I'm not sure how they sell this because they're also releasing an expensive VR headset this holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you bundle those together, it's going to be at least a thousand bucks. And I don't know how you make that come off as a positive at a press conference where um, your competitor is at least showing off a $299 console. Um, if not cheaper, I just don't know how you sell that um, while saying for everyone that are, the 40 million people that already have a PlayStation 4, you can or cannot upgrade, and all of these games will still work. Um, I, I just don't think it sells well on a press conference at E3, and I'm worried that uh, I don't think Sony did all that great last year at E3. I thought it was kind of a middle of the road show. I think this year they have so much going on with VR and new PlayStation 4s and um, not a great first party lineup and I, I just don't know how you 
to have a drop the mic moment without. What if they? What if they money. announce? What if they throw out like a a you know a Neo Morpheus bundle for like six hundred? Uh, what they'd if, probably they probably be losing like a couple hundred bucks they, on that. They probably would. They probably would. But at the same time, like that's how much I, is I, the PlayStation VR? I don't even remember. Uh, Three ninety nine. Yeah, like a whole console. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I can't see one for like six hundred bucks. I could see one for eight hundred bucks, maybe. Yeah, that, that that would be my guess. Maybe like a eight hundred dollar bundle. But even that, I, I don't think the PlayStation four point five comes out for anything less than four hundred bucks. So so I mean yeah so I mean that's still eight hundred bucks though. So maybe a. 750 bundle? Well, I think, I think 400 is <laughs> the lowest they get for a 4.5. I'm actually okay, thinking gotcha. it's going to be more expensive. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, maybe eight, 900 bucks, maybe 1,000 bucks all in with games and uh, stuff again because I can't believe I don't have, I cannot find any of my move stuff. I still have it somewhere. Well, then you can get the $100 more expensive version of the PSVR that comes with move controllers. Perfect. Just what I want. Old old move controllers that I hated the first time. <laughs> they had to have uh, had such a backlog of those to <laughs> keep using them. <laughs> like, oh, hey, yeah. we have a warehouse yeah. full of these. We've got to get rid of them. That was probably that was the impetus for um, yeah, the VR. For VR. Yeah. It's like, we need a way to sell move controllers. Um, yeah, I just I don't see how they come out of E3 positively, and I think it'd be awesome if they do. I just don't see it. Um, I Unless they have a game that really shocks everyone for VR, I think VR is, uh, on PlayStation, it's going to be a really rough launch for them. Um, and I just, the, the 4.5 just seems to be getting ridiculed by everyone, so that's another tough, tough sell, so... I, I feel for the marketing people at Sony. I think they got a tough road ahead of them, a uh, tough road to E3 this year. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy to say that because they are the leaders. They are the ones that out, that's outpacing everyone, but uh, they're kind of uh, doing it to themselves. Yeah, but th- I mean, that's also when you're the leader, that's the hardest time to sure. be innovative and to do crazy stuff because you're the leader and you want to keep being the leader. Um, I mean, the, the the reason that the PlayStation 3 got so good is that they were trailing so badly. Sure. Um, and so, that the media kept saying it was the year of the PS3 for like six years straight. <laughs> this is going to be the year. Uh, that is true. That's, forgot about that. That was that was a thing. Once that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so randomly, just going back to things that used to be a thing, um, I I tried to play Homefront the other day, the mm-hmm. original one, okay, uh, not Homefront: The Revolution, and uh, I put it, I I picked up the PS3 copy because it was like ninety nine cents, and uh, oddly enough, the PS3 version of that game has terrible anti aliasing, like it was distracting. I actually returned it and got my ninety nine cents back because it was so hard to look at because everything was so jaggy. Wait, was but, it 99 cents digitally or was it 99 no, cents physically? No, physically. Oh, I was I, I, randomly at a GameStop and they had it for 99 cents. And I was like, yeah, hey, why not? Okay. You um, were able to take it back? Yeah, I took it back. Wow. I, yeah, I the used ones like, you can take back with, like, within six or seven days. I don't care. Yeah, I think it's a week. 
but you can take stuff back. Uh, but anyway, so when I, I turned the game on, though, it was like, hey, you need to punch in your, um, you know, whatever key so that you can play online. And I was like, oh, God, that used to be a thing where you had to have the the new game code to be able to play multiplayer. Right, right yeah. I'm so glad that's not a thing anymore. No, now they just now they just sell season passes. Yeah, they do. And microtransaction um, and everything. But yeah, thank goodness that's not a thing anymore. That was terrible. That was. So anyway, just random uh, retrospective on uh, where things used to be. Not that things are any better now; they're just different. And they yeah. are. I mean, that that is one area that that is definitely better. You don't have to worry Absolutely. about. Uh, typing in a code that says, hey, I was the first one to buy this game. Yep. And that lock... And if you aren't the first one to type in that code, that locking you out of potentially half the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, now they just do that with season passes. Yep. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, PlayStation 4, oddly enough, has a, a hard road ahead of them. They could pull it off. I mean, they... Like, that first PlayStation 4 unveiling and then the subsequent E3 after that were amazing. And they've got it in them to be great. I just... I don't know. I don't know how they do it from not being behind, you know? Right. Like, how how do you outdo yourself when you're already ahead? I, I think that's, in some ways, their, their big, biggest struggling point. Because if they just are okay... Than they did badly, you know. Right, agreed. I, I do think, though, that I don't know if they're. So we give a lot of credit to Sony for their launch of the PlayStation Four, and obviously the proof's in the pudding. They, they sold forty million consoles, so take everything I say with a grain of salt. But I, I don't know if they were that good or Microsoft was that bad. Um, I think it was both. I mean, it's it's like going back to the. Um, well, actually, no. Wait, I, I think they. I think in some aspects of it, they did do that good, because when you go back to the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation uh, 3, sure, they're yeah, nobody, that's true. Nobody talks about how well the Xbox did in terms of their conference. We only talk about how bad, sure, that's true. PlayStation 3 did, so I, I think they they did do a great job, uh, and that was just further. Uh, amplified by how poorly Microsoft handled things. Good call. You're right. Yay. I'm right. Woohoo. Um, any any final other thoughts about uh, the PlayStation conference or the uh, the Microsoft conference? Any new announcements that you guys would like to see from either of the two top dogs? Oh, man. I'm trying to think of a game that would be exciting from both of them. Um, uh, I would have said maybe a Fable game had this Lionhead stuff not happened recently. Um, that would yeah. have been really exciting. Um, I'd love to see them go, Microsoft, that is, go back to Age of Empires. Um, that's a okay, franchise. Sure. It'd bring back about five years ago with a free-to-play game, but I'd love to see them, um, especially with their renewed look at PC gaming. I'd love to see them go back to that franchise. I think it's probably the best, uh, in my opinion, uh, real-time strategy game out there or series out there. Uh, and then on the Sony side, I would say I hope uh, I hope that there's more time for The Last of Us 2. And actually, I really hope they're not making The Last of Us 2, but I'd love to see whatever um, the other half of Naughty Dog's working on. Um, 
but there is there has been those rumors about uh, Sucker Punch maybe working on a Spider-Man game. I think that would be um, just incredible. That would be yes. I haven't. I had. I don't know if I'd heard that. That's fantastic. I would love to see that. Holy crap! Yeah. That yes. I could do that. Yeah, that's like that. That's to me. That's almost as good as uh, like saying Rocksteady is working on something new. That yeah. Oh, to that's see them. true too. You know what? Uh, speaking of third parties, I would not be surprised if we see something from Rocksteady at someone's conference. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Seeing whatever they're, they're whatever actually, new thing they're working on. I kind of wouldn't be surprised to see um, something from the Rocksteady-like developers because we've got Monolith that did uh, Shadow of Mordor. Oh, so whether or not we see Shadow of Mordor two or yeah, not, I think we will coming this year. Okay. Um, even if we didn't see that, I think we'll see a Arkham-style combat game from Monolith. Sure. Uh, I also I think we'll see an Arkham-style combat game from um, uh, Warner Brothers Montreal, the people that did Arkham Origins. And then it'd be cool to see something from uh, from Rocksteady as well. Uh, I, I think uh, an Arrow game would be really awesome, or a... Um, some kind of like Deathstroke game. Yep. I think that would also be really awesome. I think if, or, I think if, if, dude, if what if they did, what if they did a game from two sides where one side you're playing is Arrow and the other side you're playing from Deathstroke? Yeah, that would be awesome. So that's not going to happen. But no, no. I sorry. think if they if 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 we go down the Warner Brothers Montreal uh, way uh, at the end of Origins, they they hinted at a Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And I think given the fact that that's kind of the way, you know, that, that Warner Brothers is going with the movie right now, that that's coming out, that that would be kind of something neat to see. Not, sure. not obviously not a movie tie-in, uh, but right. something in that, in that kind of universe that use that kind of fighting. Right. Yeah. At the same time, though, you know, given their last game, I hope it runs better and that they tighten that fighting up. Well, again, if if it's not a Batman game, I think if it's not the Batman, fighting yeah, would be fine because like, that is your you know that that's that's your that's your peak right there, and I think that that you know that 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 is what you will be judged against regardless. Right, so, but uh, but like you can Shadow have Mordor. like uh-huh. exactly Shadow of Mordor. It's not Batman, and because it's not Batman, the fighting's really good, but when you call it Batman and the fighting's not the same, then the fighting's not as so, yeah, good. For real, but, right? I mean, but you gotta still hold it, so. you know, you gotta hold yourself accountable and, and keep that, keep the quality up there. Like, I, like even not calling that Batman, I just don't think that the that the quality was as high as something like the Shadow of Mordor. But you're or really the, weird, Brian. I like am. You, I totally you, am. Like for some somehow you can tell that there's like a half second difference. It was it in was one of the combo things. Like yes. I don't even I can't even process that. I I played those games for way too long. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying for you that like yeah. I don't I, think that quality probably not differential and that, and that probably is there for anybody, anybody else. <laughs> so I, and I totally I totally get that. I'm just saying that that's that's my only hang up about that. Sure, sure. But I would, but at the same time, that being said, I would totally be down for seeing, for seeing that kind of, of studio approach tackle something like the Suicide Squad, where you were like in charge of like Deathstroke or something similar, and and had to, you know, kind of take a, a like multi character approach to things. 
Sure, and they could even kind of bring in uh, similar kind of stuff to what they did in Arkham Knight, where, you know, at some points in the game, you're teaming up with other people, and so you're kind of swapping between them. Um, and so you could kind of almost do that, where you're one character, but you constantly have somebody else with you, uh, even if it's not the full squad, you know, being able to do crazy combos with you and, you know, jack people up. That could be kind of cool. And uh, no no multiplayer, you know. No multiplayer. That doesn't need to be in one of those games. Not, that no. does not, no. That does not need to be touched again. They do not need to try and go back to that horrible trough that they, they kind of dropped that into. Like, wow. <laughs> like, wow. Indeed. I will say, I, I said... Uh, Shadow of the Mortar 2 this year. I meant it's going to be announced this year. I don't think it's coming out this year, but it would be great okay. if it did. I just sure. want to clarify that. I did. I realized <laughs> I said it. I, I was very emphatic. I do think it's going to be at E3 this yeah, year. Yeah, you, you were emphatic that I was like, oh, that must have been announced. I was, no, okay, no, 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 cool. no, I realized that came across as I think it's going to come out this year. <laughs> I think it's going to definitely be announced this year. I would be shocked if it's not. I think that game obviously probably sold way better than they thought it was going to. Um, and hit a market that really has not been recaptured, which I thought it would have by now. Um, right. So, yes, I think they come out with uh, some, at someone's conference, hopefully not the PC one, um, <laughs> with Shadow of the Mortar 2, uh, probably a 2017 release, although 2016 okay. doesn't have that full of a fall yet, so come on, I would love that. That's true, and I mean, it has, it's been, what, two years since the other one came yep. out? So, I mean, that they could have been working on it this whole time, and it come out this fall. Because, right. I mean, the other one, Shadow Mordor, the original, was announced... Was it announced the fall before? Or the... Um, like, not a, not a full year before it actually came out? Maybe? I, I don't, don't remember I don't hearing remember. about that game long before it came out. Hey, that's a real good question. I don't, hold on, let's... That, wow, I don't uh, know. Let's see, it, it was announced November 2013, and it came out in September 2014. So it was almost a full year. Um, almost a year. That's not bad. So, uh, I but yeah, I mean, that's... Then. that's Yeah, that that could happen. That could be a thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think it actually could come out this year. I think that is uh, conceivable. I, yeah, I, I'm less confident in it coming out this year, but I'm very confident sure, that we'll sure. see it this year. And I, I would I, love... Yeah, I'm very I would love to see that. some kind of story in that game where yes. I don't just skip everything. Yes. Because yes. I, I don't skip things, and I skipped everything. <laughs> oh, I gave up on cutscenes real quick on that game. Oh, man, that was... Uh, that part of the game was just a chore. Uh, as far as uh, new stuff from Microsoft, I mean, my my biggest hope would be for a new Fable. That's obviously not going to happen, uh, as Joel, you already said. But right. that's... Like, I, I wish so... you were going to get a Fable card game. You know, I... I I'm probably going to back that on Kickstarter just because I'm, I'm me. And, you know, that's that's just going to be a thing that happens. But, um... I don't know. There, there's part of me that would really like to see Microsoft do something a little off-kilter. That's, like, the... One of the things that I liked about the Fable games is that they're... They kind of skirt around being, like, truly AAA. They're, they're not the kind of games that, you know, bros play or that you know, they, they sell well, as we found out in one of our previous episodes, that those games sold like 5 million copies or whatever. Um, or I think 3 did, which is, is crazy. I had no idea that it was that successful. And so that is obviously a AAA game. But it's not it's not your standard 
AAA game, right. even when it comes to kind of like your you know hack and slash kind of thing. And so I would like to see something that is not necessarily cartoony, uh, but just kind of that. I don't know, not so overly serious, not so in-depth where there's 25 menus for every different part of the game. Like that, I, I don't know. I, w- I, would like this, I would like to see something that continues the spirit of Fable, whether or not it's an RPG, whether or not it's fantasy, whether or not it, well, it kind of needs to be British. Um, but whether or not any of those other yeah. things remain constant, like I want that kind of essence of kind of that hole that that a fable game filled. Uh, I would love to see that from Microsoft. I don't think we will see that at all. Um, but I think that would be really great to see. And I don't know. Maybe maybe that Sea of Thieves Sea of Thieves games. Uh, if we see more than just you know a thirty second trailer of a guy walking along a beach and then getting into a boat, um, that could be really cool. That maybe that could kind of be in that realm. I have no idea. We'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, we do actually get to see more of that game, and you know, not just the tidbit that we saw last time. Yeah, my big fear for both of those conferences is kind of what they started to become, which is just like the extended trailers for games we've seen at other conferences, or really the extended trailers for Activision, Ubisoft, and EA. Um, I just don't want to see like Watch Dogs 2 three times that weekend, and I don't want to see Battlefield 1 three times or Call of Duty a couple times. You know, I'd like to see what their first parties are doing because. Um, I think the third parties do a good enough job nowadays of promoting their own games. Um, I'd love them to spend more time on what they're working on. Oh, uh, last prediction for Sony. Uh, I do think we're going to see God of War coming back. Mm. Um, there's been some rumors kind of floating around that it's going to go Nordic, um, which yep, I think would be I'd cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so, quick I'm, question I'm about hope. that. Do you think it will be Kratos? No. Or... I do not. Okay. I hope not. I really don't want it to be. I don't either. Okay. That's, I'd love I, to play a God of War game. It's been a long time for me, so I'd like to get back into one. Um, but I, I would not even think about it if it was Kratos again. Like I don't that, think, he, that, yeah, I don't think he needs to change pantheons. I yeah. think that, that that's a great way for How them. How weird would that be? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> right, but I also yeah. like I yeah. wouldn't put that past them. I don't know how you would do it, but that's like you're not wrong, John. I don't know. You're that's not wrong. That's what I feel like is the expectation for this game from people, even though I don't think I've ever heard anybody specifically say that. Like, I I feel like the general idea is that if, you know, if we get another God of War, it's Kratos going to Norse mythology somehow. He is, he's jumping pantheons somehow. Um, yeah, I mean, he's killed I, all the other gods. He could switch, switch sides yeah. and go Nordic. So, worth grows a beard. Yeah. So I guess I guess we find out, you know, if that is the case, that all of this was just happening on Midgard, and now he's going to Asgard. That's right. Now he's going to Asgard. <laughs> right. He starts slowly, you know, slowly going through all nine realms <laughs> before he just burns Yggdrasil. Uh, and then at the end of it, he's killed everything. Ragnarok has happened, and the world yeah, he is, is born. He is and the now cause there's... of Ragnarok, right? Like right. I think, I, but I think like right. as a <laughs> as a God of War title, like as something like you know, it, not only if you wanted to kind of get it away from the whole kind of revenge angle, but there's so like Norse mythology is so rich that even if yeah. you just wanted to take the simple like you're trying to prevent Ragnarok, 
Like, sure. I think there's so much to work with there that it would be a shame to kind of throw a on, on any part of the other games as a crutch. Yep, agreed. And it's been, this game has had to have been in development for a long time. I think, I keep, I think I've said this like in the last three prediction shows we've done for Sony. Like, I just cannot see them going another E3 without a God of War game. Sure. Um, and so I mean, feels, and also just the as last far one as. was an Ascension game, right? Right, for the yeah, PS3. The was prequel. Three years ago? At least. It was one of the last big games for the PS3, I believe. And that had multiplayer, too. That is also oh, the yeah. infamous game where uh, Alan got lost and went on the wrong bus. <laughs> oh, was it? Yes, that was the one where he went on the bus with the developers instead of going on the bus for the press. Where ah. to, it's to instead of seeing the game, he got to see the outside of Santa Monica Studios. Oh, felt so bad uh, for him. So yeah, 2013 is when Ascension came out. Uh, but just um, as far as North Norse mythology goes, they they have their own God of War uh, tier T Y R. So it would be kind of crazy to have another like Kratos. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it could uh, be Kratos' yeah, I... brother. <laughs> they can somehow tie that to Kratos. Like it is now his brother, Kratos' is... son. Yeah, That's... there you go. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, he's probably got a lot of those. Given those right, yeah. Then, then, yeah. then you find out that Kratos is actually Odin, and just <laughs> all all sort of calamity ensues. And then it's just a cycle. Now you're trying to kill Kratos because he's your bastard <gasps> father. Ooh, I like that. Kill Kratos. That I'm in. I wanted to do that since God of War one. Why is this man so angry? I don't get it. Indeed, indeed. All right. Well, I think that does it for uh, for this right. episode here. Yeah. All right, E3 is a coming. It's coming fast, soon. It'll be here before we know it. Yeah, uh, as Joel mentioned, like we will probably yeah. As Joel mentioned, we will probably take a break uh, the the week kind of leading up to it because then we're going to record like eight podcasts in a row. Yep. Yep, so um, so yeah, that's going to be super fun. And I'm not being sarcastic. That is oh no, it's so one of my favorite looking ones forward to do all year. year. Absolutely. That and the last uh, part of the game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is my favorite. <laughs> Absolutely. It is one of the longest days uh, to endure, but it is so much yeah. fun. So we will be coming up on that here very soon. Uh, be sure to check out darkstation.com for all of our coverage, all of our predictions uh, for the show. And, uh, of course, the, the podcast and our interviews. So check that out, and we will be back uh, when E3 arrives to talk about what we thought of the various conferences. So thank you guys for joining me. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back with E3. It'll be E3. It'll be here. And we'll all be wrong. Yep. Yeah. I look forward, I look forward to that. Except look except forward. for me with Bethesda. I'll be wrong about everything else, but okay, I'll be right about Bethesda. Bethesda. All right. All right. Because I've been right for two years in a row. So I'll I'll be right again just because that's the way well, things we're, work. We're pulling for you, John. I, I appreciate that. <laughs>